Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Mondays and Thursdays with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. You're doing it. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, this is the time of year for J Train. I'm getting a lot of messages. Personal messages, heartfelt messages. Jared, oh my God. See, and I know why it happens. The the magic of summertime is coming to a close. And now it's fall. The excuses are gone. Coronavirus is maybe leaving your city a little bit as, <laughs> as far as as far as Bold. some people's con- <laughs> concerns. Maybe the concerns are less. Yeah. Maybe the Maybe the, the reasons not to date or to take you on that date or to even talk about what you are, they're going away, those excuses. And that's when people come to J-Train. That's when you put your head to my nape and I hold you <laughs> and I caress you. So listen, if you have a friend coming to you with questions, send them to J-Train. If you have a friend coming to you with commiseration, send them to J-Train. If you have a friend that's saying... Ah, man, I'm so stressed out. Well, give them the gift of J-Train. Put their brain onto the shelf and let Papa JT, the Wizard of Haas, the Sultan of Scream, take the wheel. <laughs> I'm very, and all, that's all you got to do. And I'm putting out Instagram videos to make it easy for you. Every single episode, I put out a video. I'm putting out the cheese. Bring the mice. Put out mm. the Instagram handle. Tag a, a bitch. That's mm-hmm. how we do it. Very excited about today's guest. Um, oh, first time on the show. Hilarious comedian, Catherine Cohen. Thank you oh, for coming on. My God, I'm. This is the greatest honor of my life. You know, I'm love, honored. You know, I love love. You you do love love. Mm. I've heard that about you. I love love. It's so good to have you on, Catherine. I'm so happy to be here in my house talking to you in on your, my computer. That's right, virtually here because yes. you know we. This is how we do things now. Well, how have you spent? You told me before you came on, you did a cross country road trip. That is. <laughs> I know a guy, um, there's a guy that works at the coffee place that I go to. And I remember like we talk while we're getting coffee, whatever. And he was like, I was like, what's going on, man? Just like a random what's going on. He goes, I'm going on a cross country trip with my boys. I, and he's like <laughs> 20, he's 24. And I'm like, nailed it. You did it. Good. And he's telling me about the trip and the plan. And I was like, this is what you should be doing. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you did it. I'm excited for you. I feel very lucky. I had a boyfriend in college who, when he graduated, did a cross-country road trip. And I was always, like, jealous. And I was like, when will I ever get to do that? I'm too I'm too yeah. busy. I'm, I'm too busy being in the city. But then, you know, everyone's life fell apart. And I was like, let's freaking go. There you go. And it's like, why not? At this point, let's let, you know, the world is crashing down. Let's, let's go outside and, you know, enjoy yeah. the last few moments type of thing. I really needed to just, like, see a mountain and, like, cry a little bit in each state. Did you do that? Did you get a like? Ab- get p- Absolutely. There was a meltdown in each leg of the trip. But that's, <laughs> that's part of the beauty. Who did you I go with? I went with my, drum roll please, boyfriend. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Does that make you're me living- like, am I more or less relatable now? Well, you're living your, you're living a lot of people's like the, the Hulu life. Like a, it's like a Hulu original <laughs> film that we all I know we, we have like a tiny watch. house. <laughs> I know. I feel like a lucky little princess. It was a, uh, it was amazing. Yeah, we did some camping. People don't know this, but I'm actually, I'm like Thoreau. I'm like a nature girl. 
Wow, I had no idea about that. I, I know. I, you don't strike me as a nature girl. Is so, this a winged eyeliner that's throwing you that, off? I put this on for the pod. I love it. You're, Thank and you. listen, Thank you. if you want to see Catherine's uh, winged eyeliner, YouTube, youtube.com slash Jared Free. We got the full episode right there. Let's go to Plug City. So now, I love it. Tell me, you have, I, I, I want to, I follow you from afar. I, mm-hmm. I love your stuff. Catherine, Thank everyone you. should go follow you at Cat C. Cohen. Go follow, go support. You, I would say, I love what you do because it's always a little different. It's always something Ooh. unexpected. It's fun. You have a book that people can pre-order right now. And I want to tell people, it's called God, I Feel Modern Tonight. It is a funny poetry book. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us, what is what is God, I Feel Modern Tonight all about? You know, oh are the God. poems connected or are <sighs> they... Oh my! God, I feel so taken care of on this pod, just I, absolutely listen, lifting me up and giving me up to the, to the listeners. Um, you know, I started doing little poems on my Instagram a few years ago, and yeah. it's just been a nice out, outlet, especially during core, because they're mostly funny, but a little they're a little bit serious. Of course, I'm a little moody. Well, it, it's like the honesty of it all. It's connecting. And then it's like, oh, here's the right turn that makes you laugh at yourself a little bit. I get it. You gotta. So, yeah, they're all they're short poems. There's only like, I think, three in the book that are more than one page. And okay. yeah, they're a lot about just like love being a woman in the world, trying to trying to make it. That's perfect. And I think if anyone's looking, you know, I, I used to call them like bathroom books, not yes. to, to smirch you. <laughs> yeah, shit, <laughs> shit, shit near my book, please. It's a, right. It's, I, that's how, I mean, this is what I would do. I think it's going to be small too. So it's a little, it's a good, cute gift. And it's coming out right before Valentine's Day. So there, send it to your there gals. It. And you can, you can pre-order now anywhere you get books. I, I got to say, I, I love watching your stuff. You are, you have um, what I would say, you're like a, you're like a critical darling. I would say in comedy, you have like critical acclaim. I feel like you went (laughs) like I watch your stuff and I'm like, man, this is like this is like the you know, you're like the the art of fart comedy. Like I'm like farts (laughs) and your art. Like I I, kind of feel that about. So I love your stuff. You're 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 too kind. You're making my day. Oh, my God. This is a bright spot in a dark world. My God, we're in hell. Um, yeah, I definitely love talking about my butthole, but like, you know, I try to elevate it in some way. Yes, it's an elevated butthole. That that should be, that would be actually hilarious. Elevated butthole. That's a hilarious t-shirt. You know, they, <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> I'm trying to elevate my butthole because I just got a city bike membership. I'm really trying to get it up. So I, you got the membership. Yeah, it's a great deal. I, I don't work for them, but you, you got to get, do you do it? You do you bike? I do the city bike. So I, I'll. My new thing, my core thing, mm-hmm. is I've been walking the Williamsburg Bridge because I moved downtown in with my girlfriend, and we oh, live okay. like yeah, we live like probably half a mile from the Williamsburg Bridge, so you can do a half mile walk to there, and Perfect. then you can go over it and come back. So I'll go over it, and then I'll come back on a city bike. But these city bikes, <laughs> they're not like eat. I want to blame the bike for how fat I look on the bike. Like I am legitimately <laughs> like pedaling in place. I know. I know. I was going to say, it- if you see me, it's the girl going like kind of backwards as she goes <laughs> yeah. up. It's so fucking hard. It hurts. And it's like so embarrassing. I want to yell out like, I know, I know. I And people pass you and it's like, sometimes they'll pass you and you'll be like, oh, that's one of those electric bikes. I don't have to feel so bad. And then you're like, sometimes you'll be like, that wasn't an electric bike and they're fucking flying past me. I know, but do you know that some of the city bikes have the electric thing? Have you gotten on one of those? 
I don't want to do that because then that would be like I would lie to myself. I would lie to myself. I would come home. I'd be I like, know. Yeah, I got a workout in, and it wasn't a workout. It was just me, you know, <laughs> me getting pushed along by like my invisible dad. <laughs> so, I, know. <laughs> I, so, I know it's the bridge is hell, but we got we got to do it. We got to keep it tight. What was the best place that you would encourage people to go to on the trip? Wow, you know what? The state that I didn't know I'd fall in love with, Idaho. 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 Never wow. saw it coming. Absolutely. What, what about it? It was just, it was a beautiful green forest, lots of rivers, and it just wasn't very crowded. <clears throat> crowded. Some of the other places, mm. like the national parks and stuff, so crowded right now. Did was there a thing where people were like, go, you know, kind of like going towards national parks because they're like, we can't really travel to certain places. Maybe a park is a is a better exactly. option. Exactly. So they're busy, and and so what about Idaho? What what was there like a just a vibe? Idaho, I went to a national forest, so it was less crowded than a national park. I, I didn't know okay. any of this before I got online and figured all this stuff out, but there's so many national forests. They're absolutely gorgeous. Mm. And we found a campsite that was near a natural hot spring, and there was no one there. Got naked, looked at the stars, natural hot tub. Can you imagine? Okay, so you're living You're living in, again, this is this is the Hulu romantic comedy. That, indie darling over here. Uh, indie, the indie darling living out <laughs> the Hulu uh, romantic comedy. No, this all makes sense. I... I I, I, I guess like it's how old are you, Catherine? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. So I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm really young. Like I just like really young. Twenty nine just turned. <laughs> oh, totally young. Twenty nine. But I'm thirty five. When this guy at the coffee shop told me he's going on this road trip, I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not doing that. Like I, I was like, you know, did, was there a moment that you were like, how many other times am I going to have to do this? Like, of course. I think you know. I think you should do it. What's holding you back? That me? Yeah. A girlfriend, a mortgage, uh, my parents. Oh my God, you own um, yeah. your apartment. That's serious. That's serious. I'm, listen, I'm living like a real life. You know, You're like a real I, person. Yeah. Health insurance. What's your sign? Pisces. Okay, I'm a Pisces rising. Could you tell? I could tell. I, I felt it. I felt. <laughs> you felt connected. Uh, I felt our connection really well. Listen, let's do the emails. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Okay, so anyone can send them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We're here with Catherine Cohen. She's fantastic. She's hilarious. I love watching her stuff. Go follow at Cat C. Cohen oh on Instagram. She's oh. got a book. It's coming out. God, I Feel Modern Tonight. It's a poetry book. You're going to love everything she does. 34-year-old fuckboys. That's the name of the email. <laughs> Jared, love the pod. I'm 23, female, and talking to a 34-year-old male. We mm. met a few weeks ago, and since we've met, we text every single day, pretty much all day long. However, we hang out, i.e. at his place, instead of going on dates. I understand it's just for the hookup, which is fine. But then why are we texting 24-7? Is this just a classic fuckboy move? Are guys in their 30s even still fuckboys? Does this have anything to do with the age gap? Need some answers. Catherine, what Ooh. do you think? It's tricky because I'm like, it doesn't sound like things are bad. I'm like, if he texts you all day, every day, and you get to go over and have sex with him, it sounds great. But she sure. wants a little something more. I think it's like, you know, have you ever, I, I think there's this thing, and please tell me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. um, where it feels like, the women that write in here and the women that I deal with in my life, they want organization. Like mm. they just want to know, you know, the fuck boy is the fuck boy. 
the nice guy is the nice guy. The guy who texted a lot is the one who likes me. The guy who never texts me doesn't like me at all. And this, because it goes against her organization, because she wrote a couple of things, like the title is 34-year-old fuckboy, and it's like, yeah, there's 50-year-old fuckboys. There's an 80-year-old fuckboy right now on his deathbed being like, I just don't want to get serious. You know, like, you know, like that guy. some men actually get worse with age. Have you seen there's like 40 year old men on skateboards around town? The, nowhere could, is safe. Nowhere is safe. You couldn't be absolute. And that's like, again, that's good advice to this person because it's like, hey, don't you still got to protect yourself. You still got to like mm, you know, guard you, and protect your heart, girl. Right. It's Have you so dated hard. an older guy? How old's your your guy right We're now? We're like the and- same age. No, I was trying to think. When I first moved to the city, I like met this older guy on Tinder who literally, it's like the scene in Fleabag. He would go like, you're so young. You're so young. You're so young. Like, well, he fucked me, which I fucking loved. Obviously, so hot. <laughs> drooling for that. I literally am horny now thinking about it. But um it was a, he wasn't a good texter, so it was obvious. Like, oh, we're just—he's using my body for sex, which I am okay with and I love. Sure. Well, but, you also you're signing up for it. You're you're like, okay, I know what this is. Yeah, this is where I have it placed, right? But I think I still was—I was still—I was young. I was kind of trying to make it happen more. I was like, let's hang out. And but, what, what would he say to that? I mean, he would just ignore me and then you know text me at three in the morning. He was yeah. like thirty-seven okay. too. It's like. I remember this, I, is, this is this, so sad. Like two years later, I saw him on the train and I was like, fuck it. I texted him. Like, I think I just saw you on the train. And he was just like, ha ha. Yep. <laughs> oh, so like, he, was, <laughs> he was like, it was yeah, me. Totally <laughs> saw <thought>, you. <laughs> yeah. He was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay. He's in love with me. Like hard <laughs> to get. Um, I think this girl, I think Girlina, you should just, um, you should try and make a real plan happen. And if he resists, then just give it up to the goddess above. <laughs> Yeah, know what it is. I think knowing what it is and don't put your like don't put your rules on the person you're dating. I think that's like the great lesson here. Mm. She's saying he's 34 and a fuck boy because she's saying when I'm 34, I plan on being mm. in the suburbs with a couple of dogs and a family. Like right. yo, your timeline isn't the person across the table's mm-hmm. timeline. So when you do that, you kind of screw yourself cuz you're like, "Oh, I thought it was this." And it's like who would assume that? Why would, you know, just because that's how you want to live your life. This guy, he texts all day because he's lonely and you mm. offer him answers to his questions and you make him his ego, you know, keep the ego inflated and then you fuck him. So why would he change a strategy that's working for him physically and mentally? He just wouldn't. Yeah. J train podcast. Do you have something to add? No, I just, think uh, people will surprise you in good and bad ways you never know what they're gonna be like i think you're totally right and also thank you, thank have, you. <laughs> well i i but i think that's a good takeaway because you have to give them a chance to do that yeah so like, you never know so you say hey um it's been fun going if she wants to change this hey it's been fun going to your apartment but i'm kind of looking to go on dates i'm down for that if you want and then he's gonna go Yes, no, or maybe. No mm-hmm. and maybe are both no's. And yeah. yes is a yes. Yeah. No and maybe are both no's. That's, I want that <laughs> tattooed on my fucking head. We're, we're printing t-shirts today. We're getting um, t-shirts e- made. Elevated butthole and maybe is a no. <laughs> J-train podcast at gmail.com. J-train podcast at gmail.com. This is a, this is a very, we got a next, this next title's jarring because it made me, I'm just warning, okay? Trigger okay. warning to everybody. Okay. Uh, 
here with Catherine Cohen at Cat C Cohen. Go follow immediately. <laughs> oh my God. I'm on a TV program. I love it. Th- listen, we keep it moving. My boyfriend got his cock sucked five months into our long term relationship. Help. Okay. Cock in a cock in a subject line is like you are going for it with cock. Cock before like six p.m. I mean, this is yeah. real stuff. <laughs> I couldn't agree. That's why I gave the trigger warning. Cock, yeah, cock. Yeah, I'm just, just I'm just doubling down. Cock, cock before sucks. six p.m. I don't know. That's something we can't make this t-shirt. But cock before six p.m. is a t-shirt. Okay, I'm gonna need so- you to say say this sentence again because I just stopped it at cock. My boyfriend got- stopped at cock. <laughs> We have so we have a whole fucking Urban Outfitters line already. Okay, oh. my boyfriend got his cock sucked five <laughs> months into our long term relationship. Dot dot dot. Help. <laughs> okay. You I need ready? More info. Yeah. Jared, I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I absolutely love it. Getting right into it. As I sit here, I just found out my boyfriend of two and a half years got his dick sucked by a girl I am somewhat friends with in the first five months of our Uh, relationship. This is, it got more serious the more we read. He isn't from where we live right now and plans on moving back home to New New York City in a few weeks. We currently live together and I'm lost at what to do. Well, how do they live together? Am I lost here? It's a little confusing. He I also isn't don't from where we live right now and plans on moving back home to NYC in a few weeks. Oh, so oh, we they live together right now and he's moving back to We currently live together and I am almost lost at what to do. I haven't brought it up yet because he is literally taking the bar exam tomorrow and I don't want to fuck that up for <laughs> Oh my God. My God. Uh, <laughs> this is brutal. My, my girlfriend just sighed in the background too. Yeah. She was like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> My question is, how fucked up is this? I know it happened a while ago, but it still hurts as much as he did as he did it yesterday. I want to break up with him, but we still have a few weeks left in our lease. (laughs) This girl's a saint. She's like, I just want everyone to be comfortable. This girl reminds me of like a mom at a party that's making sure everyone's comfortable while huge arguments going on. She's like, does anyone want tea? I just want to make sure everyone's happy. Like, like this girl, like I she's a saint. Should I bring it up and see what he says or just distance myself until he leaves? I'm so upset right now. I don't think I can hold on to this, uh, hold this in for a whole month. Any advice is appreciated. You're the best. So oh, what God. do you think, Catherine Cohen? This is breaking my heart. I mean, it, reading her email, it sounds like she knows what she wants and has to do, which is end the relationship. I was almost going to say, like, <clears throat> it's tricky because five, it's almost like if it happened in the first three months, I would almost be, like, more lenient. Five sure. months is like pretty deep in a thing to be like, especially with a friend. I just don't, <sighs> you know, but I think it, you shouldn't have to keep it to herself. I'm like keeping it in. is going to kill you, girl. Yeah. You got to talk to him. I don't think after the test, out. after the test, before the sure. late events, you can stay with a friend. <laughs> Happy medium. I like that. She's like, I need him to become a lawyer first <laughs> so, so that he'll want to No, he's going to be like, got the bar, bitch. And then on his way, you know, like I'm worried that that would happen. I think. You can't do that to yourself. You can't spend a month sitting there with basically, because when you find out this information, the person that you've been with for two and a half years becomes a stranger. I couldn't wait two minutes without yelling at my boy. I would freak the fuck out. Also, how did she find out? Like, did the friend reveal to her? And then like, that's what I'm, see, this is what I'm questioning because I'm, listen, I take her at face value. It sucks. She's got to say something, but she says, 
I found out my boyfriend of two and a half years got his dick sucked by a girl I am somewhat friends with in the first five months of our relationship. So you have to figure out his excuse, if I'm going to get ahead to what his excuse in the fight will be, is that you guys have been together two years and not two and a half years. Uh-huh. We he's weren't gonna, official. Yeah. The, he's going to say that, oh, it was, you know, the, the waters were muddy for that first five months. Um, we were kind of, I thought you were dating other people. That's the excuse he's going to give. But I, mm-hmm. I, again, just like you said, if it was the first three months, you know, like. It, it feels takes a like, while. It, 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 it feels like the water gets clearer at mm-hmm. four months. You know, like it, it just doesn't. Your, her timeline is so specific that it's hard to believe that his timeline would be so different from hers, right? Yeah, I think as uncomfortable as it is, you have to just talk to him and hear the full situation and then make a decision. I feel like do this hearsay yeah. stuff or like not knowing what really happened is really probably really, really shitty for you. Yeah, I kind of wonder how she found out. I, I'm assuming because she said she's somewhat friends with the person who is the quote unquote mistress, I guess. Um, so that she probably got it through a friend of the story. So there is a game of telephone that's going on here. I'm not going to let him off the hook, but I would say you got to go talk to him and you got to put it as, hey, I found information out that hurts me. Mm -hmm. Not not did you. Yeah. Because did you's out the window. You know he did. Yeah. So I I think like, because if you go to him like, did you? And then he goes, uh, you know, now it's, Wait a minute. You know, he takes out his abacus. He starts doing math to figure out how many months it was. Yeah. And it's like, you're hurt. You don't have to explain why you're hurt. You don't have to have a reason to be hurt. Mm. Hey. That's um, right. Right? Like, so like, I'm, I, I think you just go, hey, I found out information that fucking hurt me. And I need the story to be told from your end to figure out what's going on here. Because it's not... I think like leaving it open to like what's good. I need to know what's happening here is a better way than I know what's happening. Cause you don't, yeah. you really, you really know half a story that's come through a game of telephone that we don't know how much. Right. Yeah. And then I also wonder, is this indicative of like patterns in his behavior or is this like a sure. fluke thing? Cause I don't know. I, things can get, things can get tricky in the beginning. So let me ask you a, uh, let me ask you a question. You're mm-hmm. in a, you're in a, your relationship right now with your boyfriend. I'm assuming it's going it's going well enough to go on a cross country trip together. It's so good. I'm so in love. You're in love. You're happy. Let's say tomorrow you find out this <sighs> happened. I mean, well, I was going to say it's tricky because he and I also like we got to get it was it was we got together when I was in an open relationship. Then we broke up for two months. Then we were kind of casually dating for four months. So it, he and I have just it was like a mess. But <laughs> but this is but this is what I'm kind of saying is that like. It's the start date of a relationship is very normally different for both parties. Yeah. You, you know, I think it's and, when you say boyfriend, girlfriend, we're just seeing each other. You have to talk about it. Otherwise, it's not. It doesn't mean yeah. it doesn't hurt you. It doesn't mean like, I mean, maybe I'm a shitty person because I feel like I've done this where it's like I knew it would hurt someone even though we hadn't had the discussion and I still did it because yeah. I'm selfish. Mm. So I don't know. It just, it just so, depends. So let's say, so Catherine, this is a, this is a good hypothetical to bring up. You mm-hmm. said you were in an open relationship with someone else, right? Mm-hmm. And then you guys broke up and then you spent two months hooking up with your now boyfriend? Sort of, yeah. And then you broke up with him and yeah. then 
and then went back to the open? No, no, no. He just the, the guy I'm seeing now, we broke up for two months and then got back together. Okay, so let's say um, you guys get back together. Like in those two months that you guys broke up, let's say you hooked up with, like he hooked up with someone else and then you found out later on. Would you be mad about it or would you, you would, I mean, I would be hurt by well, that. I, I hooked up with other people. So I'm, but like sure. my whole thing is like, I did, but it's not okay if you did, <laughs> but that's my twisted brain. But but that's also everyone's twisted brain. So like, yeah. I like it's oh, like no one can tell you how to feel. So like, I understand like in this situation, it, it's, I think it's very different. Just like you're saying, if they were like, like literally had that, we are yeah. boyfriend, girlfriend. And then five months later, he gets his dick sucked by a mutual friend. That is a yeah. <laughs> mutual friend. Yeah, like our mutual friend Charles Dickens. Yeah, <laughs> like, but that's like a that's like a breach. Whereas it changed. Like whereas if this woman that's writing in was like, well, you know, we hadn't had the conversation. Like he's gonna he's gonna use that as his reasoning, but also you have to be okay with like there's icky things that happen in the beginning of relationships for both sides and you have to differentiate between is this an icky thing or was this a total breach of my trust you know well said i i, I don't know it's tough it, because i but she's got to talk to this guy right away i mean there's no question right definitely don't keep it in no you deserve better than that you don't have to you don't have to take that pain on your own you need you he's there for you and what this month of like this lease gives you is a chance to see like how does the dynamic change? You know, mm -hmm. like maybe you guys get through this. Maybe, mm -hmm. you, you know, the next month is hell and you he moves out and you have a, at least you have an end date in this new world where you guys are together plus his, you know, cock sucking incident. You know, like and also a month is not very long. I lived with my ex while we were broken up for, I think, four months. Oh, so really? How was it that? It could be worse. It was on it. It was weirdly OK, which makes me think that we really were over each other. You know that, what I mean? Well, <laughs> it, 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 well, that actually makes the breakup easier. Like it was, yeah, it was one of the least painful breakups I've ever had. I've had well, more painful ones with people I've known for like ten days. Well, I think that's I, I think that's a good point because let's say she does it the last possible second, he goes away. Everything feels more romantic with distance. So mm -hmm. like he comes back to New York, she stays in the old town. She goes, no, but remember the good times. If she has a month with this guy on the couch farting around, she's like fucking good i don't want to be with him anyways yeah, totally we are sponsored people the j train podcast is brought to you by native deodorant i believe in having clean options i support companies who innovate products that break the norm and help clean up my daily routine that's why i love native i i do love what native is doing because i have told you in the past my girlfriend is a user or was a user or has always been a user of natural deodorant. And when we started dating, you know, you start to get a little closer and you start to like sniff, sniff, smell. And I got to say the natural deodorant, you know, a lot of times doesn't cut it. It, it. it almost it's almost like a lot of natural deodorant companies want to prove to you how natural they are with their smells like ooh, look at this smells like a tree and you're like no no no, i want it to smell good i want it to be good for me but i also want it to smell like things that i think smell good not just a tree or a 
pine cone or a, oh, you know, um, or hemp. And, and it's like, this is why I love native deodorant. It is all natural deodorant that is safe and effective with over 10 cents and rotating seasonals. Like, they're taking into account the everyday Joe, Jim, Jess, and Janice into their natural deodorant world. This isn't, I'm natural deodorant, dude. This isn't a religion. This is about just your everyday essentials. And Native has thought about you, regular Joe listener, you regular Janice listener. So their most popular scents are coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, uh, cucumber and mint, citrus and herbal. I love the citrus and herbal. It's great. It smells like something that you don't look like you're announcing to the world that you're, hey, I'm all natural, bro. No, no, no. It's just for regular people just like you and me. And it's also really good on your body. It's made with ingredients you've heard of. Coconut oil and shea butter. Switching to an aluminum-free deodorant doesn't mean you have to sacrifice the odor protection. Native will keep you smelling and feeling fresh all day long. So the best part is with Native, there's no risk to try. Native has free shipping and free returns in the USA. Do what I did, because I use it. I love it. It smells great. It works. It lasts all day. So do what I did. Make the switch to Native today by going to Native D-E-O. That's nativedeo.com slash JTrain or use code JTrain during checkout and get 20, 20, 20, 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo and use code JTrain during checkout. Native deodorant, take care of your body. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Feels CBD. Ah, man. Right now, we're all dealing with added stress, added anxiety. We're not sure about the future. You wake up on Monday morning and you go, what the hell am I doing right now? And I felt it. And if I felt it, then you've probably felt it. And it's that little extra tinge of anxiety that comes with the world being, um, you know, invaded by variables, Right. We don't know what's coming next. We're not sure about tomorrow or the next day or the next week or the next year. And that's kind of the issue with 2020. It's the unsure nature of it. And I will say, I have tried Feel CBD. I wasn't a believer at first, and now it is a part of my daily routine. I drop a few drops under my tongue, and that's it. And I got to say, I'm in. I'm a believer. I, I love how it takes the edge off and in a way that it makes me zone in a little bit more. I'm not sitting here worried about the extracurriculars of life that I can't control. If you feel a little anxious or you just can't fall asleep, you're really not alone. We all feel that way, and that's why you should try Feels CBD. Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. If you've never tried CBD before, let me demystify it for you. It will not get you high. It just makes you feel a little bit more relaxed and nothing more. There's no high hangover addiction. I actually find it just takes that edge off so that I can think on things better. That's how I feel. And feels gets to work fast. Just a few drops on your tongue and boom, you'll be feeling the difference within minutes. If you've never tried CBD, and this is why I am such a huge fan of feels. They are 
upfront, honest, and ready to talk to you. If you're a little bit nervous, Feels is the perfect place. I was unsure about how much to take, but Feels makes the dosage very clear. I recommend starting with lowest dosage, working your way up until you feel it's right. And if you're not sure, they'll hold your hand. They have a hotline. This is, to me, when someone says, yeah, call me. That's when I'm like, oh, okay, now we're talking. They care about what I'm doing here. And also, when someone says, yeah, call me, we'll talk about it. That's a, we're about to have an honest conversation. Ask any question you like. Come on, we'll jump on the phone. Feels is willing to do that with you. They have a real hotline with real humans you can call anytime. Once you add CBD to your life, you're going to want to make it a regular part. So sign up with Feels so you get it delivered every month. You'll save money on every order. Feels helps me feel my best and it can help you too. Special for my listeners. If you become a member today by going to feels.com slash JTrain, you'll get 50, 50, 50, 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash JTrain. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash JTrain to become a member and get 50, 50, 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. One more time, feels.com slash JTrain and feel better. Podcast at gmail.com Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com here with Catherine Cohen at Cat C Cohen on Instagram go follow immediately let's do this one shut it down but like nicely okay Jared okay. now that I've discovered your podcast and binge 10 episodes in one week I'm going to send in my own question Okay, broke up with someone in March, not over the not over the breakup, definitely don't want to date anymore anyone. Okay, so she wrote, broke up with someone in March, not over the breakup, definitely don't want to date anyone. Mm-hmm. Had a casual hookup with an acquaintance that was early August. He's Facebook messaged me occasionally since then, and I've kind of just blown it off by saying I'm just really busy or not even reading the messages, which I kind of feel like a dick about. It's now October, and he sent me a Facebook message saying, what's your Monday looking like? Time for a hike or casual drinks? Mm. I want to shut this down in a nice way. Here's the thing, though. The quote-unquote casual drinks line is confusing to me. To me, that means want to hang out as friends. I don't want to hang out as friends either, to be honest. So double question. (laughs) What the fuck are casual drinks, and how do I nicely shut this down so no feelings are really hurt? (laughs) I think uh, shutting it down part's easy. Figuring out what casual drinks means is a whole other thing. I'm like, I've never heard that. Yeah. Are drinks ever formal? A business I, meeting? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that. It does yeah. seem like. Casual he, implies he's kind of like, like spilling in his drink. He's kind of like slumped over. I'm like, that's sure. casual drinks. I, I, I think she's looking too much into the languaging. Like, I, I understand <laughs> the question, but I think when you're dealing with. Um, this guy's trying to, you know, quote unquote, rob your house. And he's just looking for ways to get in. So he's looking to get mm. with you. Like she said, she's mm. brushed him off, brushed him off, brushed him off. So it makes sense that he'd go, no, these drinks are just casual. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, like, he's like, th- no, no, yeah, low stakes, low stakes. Ex- exactly. You know he's why? Like, because he can already feel, he already knows you're not into it. And that's why he wants you more too. It's so obvious. Yeah, it is obvious. And I think just saying like the casual drinks thing is just like, 
it's him changing the keys on the key ring. He's going, mm. well, you know, you know, well, drinks didn't work, but what about casual drinks? That might work. <laughs> you know, like it's just, it's, it's kind of a, I, I understand it, but I, I wouldn't take away from it like that you're now turning him down for a friendship. Like, listen, we have to assume that adults are as resilient as we are. So, so like, you, you know, I like that she's like, I don't want to be his friend. Good I'm obsessed for you. with that. It's like, yeah, fuck off. This guy. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want to be his friend either. I don't want more friends. I get it. So, like, I and also, like, but his need for friendship, even if that was what he was looking for, isn't your problem, and he's going to be fine without you. He was fine without you before. He'll be fine without you after. So keep that in mind and then say, you know, forget the casual drinks. That's just him looking for the window to jump through. And then how do I nicely shut this down so no feelings are really hurt? How would you suggest, Catherine? I think it's just honesty. Hey, it's been so fun hanging out, but I'm not over my breakup and I need to just take some time for myself. Yeah, I would even go stronger than that. I agree with you. I'm not over my breakup is a great thing. I wouldn't divert the attention from you are not my match. And I think mm. because he's saying we've been together already, had a casual, they had a casual hookup and they're acquaintances. So he's going, you oh. said yes. The, the reason people come back like this is because the is actually because feelings are less to be hurt. So the reason he's cut, he's keeps coming back to you is because you have said yes to his naked body before. <laughs> so so, the, it, so oh getting a, but getting a no now isn't as like detrimental. So you shouldn't worry about his feelings as much because the only reason he's coming to you is to protect his feelings. Right. Like if he goes to a new woman and she's like, ugh, no, it's like, Oh no! No woman will ever date me. That was a real. That's funny because in my mind, I'm like, oh, you saw my naked body, and now you want nothing to do with it. I'm like, stakes seem higher. Oh yeah, I guess that's another way. Maybe I'm just taking it taking it personally. No, well, (laughs) I I I I managed to take everything personally. So if I got the text, I'd be like, okay, hates the side of me. (laughs) (laughs) So I mean, I guess that's another way to look. I, I that's like the glass half empty. <laughs> bringing that energy to bringing that glass half empty energy at you all day every day I, I i i listen i hear you um i think for her even if that's the case he's gonna get over it absolutely he's gonna get over it i think but also make it about your match i think saying because guys have an i mean the fact that he keeps coming back to you means that he has an ego so oh, he can't I, read the fucking room i so i would say hey um, I'm really flattered that you've messaged me a couple times. Like I would even reference, like <laughs> we've read, wow. I've read them, you know? Yeah. And, and, and then I go, I, I'm really flattered that you've messaged me a few times. I hate that I keep pushing you off. And, and, and I hate that I, I hate that I keep having to say no, but I don't feel a romantic match between us. Oh my God. That's really powerful. Right. I'm like, are you a doctor? This the J train doctorate yeah. of you know elevated of telling butthole. It, telling it like it is. <laughs> telling it like it is. Yeah, it's so powerful. I would say if at least that's you know it's I appreciate you, not for me. Boom. J train podcast at gmail.com, J train podcast at 
gmail.com. <laughs> Catherine Cohen, she's got a book coming out. Go get it right now. God, I feel modern tonight. It's a poetry book. It's funny. It's touching. It's heartfelt. You want to do a dude question? Mm-hmm. I never talk to dudes. This is so um, well, eye-opening. Here we go. What's up, J-Dog? Can you tell it's a dude? Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Four-ish years ago, I matched with a lady and it fizzled. We talked on the app, video chatted, Snapchatted for a month, but never met up. Personally, it was like it was just a time waster, and she wasn't that attractive. Personally, okay. I mean, I, love this guy. Yeah, this guy really. <laughs> oh my god, really, he's definitely a guy. <laughs> since we talked for a month, mostly on Snapchat, we had each other as friends and became story watchers. She posts way more than I do, but we normally view each other's. Uh, but we normally view each other's stories. Over the four years, I watched her get. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! This oh quest, my god! This is this. This is over the past over the four years. I've watched her get gastric bypass, lose 150 pounds, get extra skin removed, get a fiance and lived her best life. You go, girl. To me, there's not really a problem with me being a passive watcher of her life since she just posts on social media. The problem comes that I match with her best friend. Like over the four years, I've seen the many you're my bitch besties. Let's go get pizza snaps. Personally. I remember every girl I went on a date with since the area isn't that varied unless you go into the city about 90 minutes away. The best friend and I have been clicking well. My question is, when should I bring up that I follow her friend on social media or that we talked briefly? It's not a big problem since I never has uh, never had sex or even went out on an actual date with her best friend. But I think it could become a problem if the girl I'm currently seeing finds out that I talked to her best friend before I mentioned that at all. I've seen the girl I'm currently talking to for years um, on her best friend's stories, and I legit wanted to meet her. I wanted to try and find a way to bring it up without being a creeper. So this is a a very interesting predicament written in a way that I wish was written differently. Yes. I I thought, okay, I accept the question, but I have some issues with the way you approached it. Yeah. and terminology could have used some elevated sort of well, yeah, well that be- that becomes part of our advice like right like that becomes a part of the story oh. that becomes a part of my advice like mm. dude whether you were attracted or not attracted to her it doesn't matter i mean you spoke to her so you were attracted to her enough so let's get over ourselves in a, yeah. in a certain way because get the ego out of the way it, well exactly because again this is her friend you can't act like you know like this is the you're talking to her friend right now so what are you going to say to your friend? Like, you, I don't think anyone is going to receive well that you think you're bet. You, like if someone said to me, Jared, um, I just want to let you know, I was talking to your friend that I wasn't even into or attracted to like, ugh, like, like, and, and like, I oh just, yeah, definitely don't say any of that. Well, and I'd be like, well, what's wrong with you? I, that would reveal something about you to like, me. My friend's amazing. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Off. My friend's great. I love my friend. They deserve the best. They, they've had such an, they've lost 150 pounds. They're doing great. They have a fiance. They're having kids soon. Like, why shouldn't they be, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think when you, again, and also for someone who gets gastric bypass, I, I'm sure they're dealing with weight issues their whole life and it would kill them to hear that they were talking to someone on an app that would write this, you know what I mean? Like there's just... I know, I want to be like, stay away from this nice girl and her friend. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, you know, but I understand, you know, maybe you've grown as a person since this and I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm turned off by the, the whole thing. 
I know. Well, that I think this is like kind of if this person is listening, there's a lesson in all this. Like the way you say things uh, and putting other people down to rise yourself hmm. won't make you look pretty. Won't make you look like a great partner. So like, if if we could go back to the beginning of your email and 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 say, I don't think it's up to you to like say what your attraction level was. You matched on an app and you spoke for a month, so you were attracted. So mm-hmm. stop saying that. And hey, I, I think like saying to this girl, like going on a date and being like, hey, actually, I think we have a friend in common. I've actually matched with one of your friends on a dating app and I've seen you in her stories before. I know how weird that I would call out how weird it sounds. Yeah, but everyone's been there. Everyone knows that life is psycho totally. right now. Yeah, and everyone knows you see people in backgrounds of Instagram stories. Like all of us do the icky thing of like, you know, clicking on the tagged friend and then going yeah. down the, the rabbit hole. Of she'll their be profile. flattered is what I think. Yeah. Yeah. And she'll only, but she'll only be flattered as long as you speak a little bit graciously about the friend. If you're going to date this girl, you need her best friend to like you. So, you know, absolutely. Just be a nice guy. And also like take kind of what, take us hearing your email to heart and say like, Hey, maybe I'm wrong about how I describe look and look back at like, I like to say like Snapchat for a month, but never met up personally. was just a time waster. Like even saying that it sounds like you're a little bit butthurt about how this didn't work out. And I think it's Mm -hmm. okay to go, Oh, maybe I was a part of that too. Maybe it wasn't meant to be. That's a nice person. I'm a nice person. And I, and all of us are following, like I'm, I'm sitting here. I tweeted like last week, something about like, how I was following someone I went on one date with on Facebook. And it's like, <laughs> now I'm seeing like their kids. And I'm like, how funny would it be if I like commented like, love, you know, <laughs> kids look cute. And then the husband has to be like, who is this guy? And then I'm like, he's like, oh, we went on a date once in Murray Hill nine years ago. Oh my God. Know? Do you know what happened last night? Sidebar. Please. My brother, my brother is subletting a place in Brooklyn. And he was like, come, you know, come say hi, come see the new place. And I'm walking into the building and I'm like, an old Tinder hookup used to live in this building. <laughs> I think the same hallway. I was like, yeah, disguising myself. I was like, isn't that crazy? And my brother was like, I don't need to hear about that. <laughs> well, well, on that subject, if you were meeting a date, if you were coming home with a date and you said to them, Hey, this is a kind of a crazy story. I've been to this building before. I actually went on a Tinder date with a guy and I ended up back at this building before. If I was on that date with you, I would go, that's hilarious. And, yeah, yeah, if you, yeah. and if you said, oh, but he sucks in bed and he can go fuck himself, I'd go, oh, okay. Why? What are you going to say? What are you going to say about me? So there's a positive way to bring it up and then there's a negative way to bring it up. So true. I remember my ex taught me oh, an ahead. important lesson. Please. I, I, he was, I was like, it was early in our relationship and I was asking about his ex-girlfriends and I was like, but they're all, they all suck, right? And he's like, no, why would I say they suck? Like, yeah, I dated, I dated them, you know, <laughs> and I was kind of like, okay, he's more evolved than I am. Like <laughs> showing I have off much. I know. Yeah. I was like, we get it. You're an amazing guy. <laughs> it was, but it was a good lesson. No, but it is. Ah. I, you, there's not one X. I don't go, Hey, live and learn. Like, and I think like also like, <laughs> like live and learn. And like, they were like good people and they were good for someone else. I yeah, think that's a good yeah, way to yeah, say yeah. it. We are sponsored people. Roman, Roman, Roman. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like I lost my mojo or we avoid it altogether with excuses like I had a long day at work or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. 
I gotta say, Roman is makes it easy to talk about with a healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. Um, I gotta say, we talked about erectile dysfunction on the U Up podcast. And just having the knowledge felt powerful. Knowledge is power. Knowledge relieves anxiety. So you're out there. You're a man dealing with maybe thinking, oh, is this erectile dysfunction? Let's look at Roman. If you're a woman dating a man who's dealing with these things, let's, you know, you know, kindly refer them to Roman and 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 the the opportunity that we have here. Because with Roman, you can get get a free online evaluation ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. That's amazing because once you look it up and start looking into it, it, it takes away all that other stuff, the ego stuff, the you know insecurity stuff. Knowledge makes you feel better about that, and that's where Roman's going to do for you. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be a tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain. Let me say it again. GetRoman.com slash JTrain today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash JTrain. GetRoman.com slash JTrain. GetRoman.com slash JTrain for $15 off your first order of ED treatment if approved. Amazing. Get involved with Roman. Get your knowledge. Relieve some of that anxiety. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train <laughs> podcast. Do you have at, merch? We got merch. Shop.jaredfreed.com. Yeah, Put it on the screen, Shelby. Shop.jaredfreed.com. We got Beach by Noon shirts. We got uh, Board Lord shirts. Let's go. The male ones. You want to do another dude one? Sure. Let's mix it up. How to break up with someone with anxiety. Jared. Thanks for keeping me sane during the pandemic. I have a question about breaking up with my partner of just over two years. I recently tried to introduce her to some uh, newer friends I've made. She has some social anxiety, didn't talk to anyone, said she likes my friends, but doesn't feel like I, uh, she would be friends with them if it uh, wasn't for me. This has happened several times before with different groups of people. There are also other ongoing issues in the relationship. My first question is, is it a deal breaker if your partner doesn't get along with your friends or feel like you can't bring them into social situations? So let's start with that. Mm. What do you think? Oh, it makes me sad. Right. I just I just feel for both of them. I just think it's like an unfortunate situation. Yeah, I I I'm completely with you because it's like he's trying. Yeah. She she's obviously trying. Yeah. And then she was honest. Like and was like I like you, but I'm not those people aren't for me and it's like I think there's like cuz I I you know, you have to wonder it's like what do you what what am I how am I so different from those people for you to like me? Right. Right? I think it's like you can't like all of your partner's friends, but you have to at least connect with some or understand why they're close or like you have to yeah. you have to really make an effort. And I think I mean for me it is a deal breaker. I'm like if my person I've dated people who don't get along with my friends or my family and it's just like it doesn't work for me because I'm so social. And yeah. so maybe it's not a fit. It, it wouldn't work for me either. And it's also because I, I think it's also like what you said is very true. Like, can't you see why I'm friends with them? Mm -hmm. Like at the very least. And it's also okay to not get along with them. But then 
you have to wonder is like, when will this grow you apart? Like if, you know, again, you start with someone cause you're attracted because you had a good date mm-hmm. because you, and then the world starts to grow. It goes to like, yeah, I got my family and I got my friends and, um, we're not, it, it's not going to be a, all about, you know, the sexual attraction or this look or this fun date. It's going to be about more than that. And I don't know if that's worth even fighting for. And he said over two years, right? Uh, my bring it with my partner of just over two years. And yeah. it's like over that amount of time, it's like, I would start to wonder like, am I even hanging out with my friends as much as I would? Do I have other relationships that I'm growing? Am I growing as a person or are we just kind of us yeah. two and that's it? Yeah. Because when a relationship's good, like they bring other people into your life that make your life better and more exciting and richer. And I think, I think you're missing out. Yeah. So he writes, I suspect the answer is yes. Yeah. No, there we so go. My, it's like, he's like, he's yeah. like, guys, spare me. We get it. We're yeah. like, we have, we have an amazing idea that yes. Yeah. I suspect the answer is yes. So my next question is how should I go about breaking up? Mm. She gets very anxious whenever we talk about relationship problems and I'm really worried about her mental health. If I break up with oh. her, we recently moved to a new city and she doesn't have any friends here. See, that's really tough. This is just like hurting my heart. It's tough. She also always tries to convince me to stay together. It makes me feel guilty for leaving her. Oh, which fuck. in part has prevented me from breaking up in the past. I also feel like there's no big event or disaster I can point to as a sign that we should break up. Those are the hardest ones, I, I, I got to say. Some days we're happy. Other days we're terrible. But the things uh, sort of cruise along in routine. She says we've talked about work. She'll say we've talked about working on things and there's more we could try, but I'm exhausted with the back and forth. I don't feel like that this is enough for a happy long-term relationship, but I'm not sure how to communicate that. I always feel like I try to make a case for breaking up. She has a stronger argument and convinces me any pointers. So it sounds like they've like, yeah, tried to break up in the past. And also this makes the friend thing make more sense. Like I wouldn't want to, I would look at someone differently if I didn't get along with their friends. Mm hmm. And I would take stock of my connection with that person and probably end it on my own. When you don't, when you don't take stock of that, like that stock, it's probably because you're protecting yourself from being alone. Right. Oh yeah. So that's really scary too. It's just scary. It just sucked. Like, and I, I struggle a lot with anxiety too. So I'm just like feeling for this girl, Mm. but I think ultimately it's always like you're doing them a favor because you're not the one for her, but it's just so shitty. Yeah, and she's probably getting hurt more by the, by the like lengthening it by going, you know. Yeah. And, and is, by is today going to be the day? And having the half breakups and the, you know, your attempted breakups are, are just more, you know, mental strife. I would think, right? Mm-hmm. If I if I'm him, I I gotta say this. You have to get out of emotional and into practical. Mm. So. Everything he's saying, he's like, I've tried to break up. She always has a better argument. There's no argument. You have to say, I, you know, you, you have to have a plan. So the plan is I'm going to move out on this date. I'm moving to this place. I have arranged for this and this to happen. <sighs> yeah. You know, you kind of have to like go into the structural, you have to take apart the structure. Like, because right now you're just like, it's kind of like wish upon a star. It's like, well, maybe if we break up and, and then she, like you have to make it real and you have to like, and, and again, I, I, 
you have to always lean on encouraging her like you need to have your friends come over you need to have your parents come over they should come here on this date i will be gone by this date you should have your you know like i i think right wouldn't that be yeah and i understand I think, this is easier for me to say than to do i understand i i know it's, it's sometimes it's so much harder to be the one who ends it and it, you just have to be strong and like realize you're doing her and you a favor and it's going to be really uncomfortable but then you will yeah. feel so free eventually and she and will be okay to, and you don't have to say that to her you don't have to be like i'm doing you a favor like it's like <laughs> I, I think it's more like i think you have to like almost hold her hand through this through the the process not the emotional stuff but like the practical stuff so like you need to say i'm calling this mover I'm calling my parents to come help me with this. I think you should call your parents to be here on this day and on this date, but this relationship has run its course for me. I I care so much about you, but now we have to talk about how we move on from it because I'm out. Mm -hmm. I think that's and, and mm -hmm. when you make it when you make it like math like that and it's not like I think I'm out. I think I love you, but I don't love you, but I hate, I want you to like my friends. No, 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 no. The discussion's over. I am out. I'm moving out on this date. I want you to have your family come to help you on this date. You know what I mean? Like make it more real and practical. Amazing Sad, advice. Right? I, I know. know. I'm like, I'm like about to cry. I just feel for you. I'm just sending you guys love is what I want to say. I know it sucks. And, and, and the suckiest part is move. I think the hardest part of the whole thing is they move to a new city together. It sounds like, and Oy. it's like, what do you do? Like, again, he probably feels like he forced her into this move, but it's like nobody forces anybody to do anything. Like, she, again, she's a I human know. being. I know. People do what they want to do. They do, right? That is the ultimate life advice. I mean, and it sucks because it feels like, well, again, there's a little bit of pity factor where he's like, she deals with anxiety, she deals with this, and he's like, so I'm the person that made her. But no, she's an adult. She'll be fine. But you need to be more... We gotta shoot for the bullseye. Yeah, cut off, cut off the head. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, good. amazing advice. <laughs> Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Catherine Cohen, can we do one more? Is that cool? I would love to do one more. Okay, so let's do one more. I forwarded you when one with screenshots. I know. I, w I was so excited. Yeah, like so Christmas, are, Christmas morning over here. Of course, we opened up the gift and we got some screenshots to read over. We're gonna do a dramatic reading after I read the email. So I want to do the email and then we're gonna do the dramatic oh, reading nice. and then I'll read it first. Okay? okay. Jared, big fan of the podcast and you in general. Oh, so. <laughs> To make a long story short, I recently got out of a two-year relationship and found out after the relationship ended that my ex was cheating on me the whole time. Oh. He was what I call a serial cheater. I ha he had a fetish I didn't know about until the breakup and apparently was sleeping with many women who shared his fetish. Man, I... Need right to know. now, obviously, need right, to know. I, I know. Right now, everyone listening is like, "What's the fetish?" And I'm going, and I'm like reading through the email. I'm sorry, people. We have no fetish to reveal. Anyways, <laughs> she, she did the anyways too early. Anyways, like most people do, I went on Hinge for a distraction, but never really took it too seriously. I've since deleted it because I know I'm not ready to date. But while I was on it, I matched with this really cute guy. He asked for my number right away, which I thought was a little odd, being that he skipped any gestures of getting to know me. We texted here and there, and the conversation died off until he texted me today. The screenshots are below. 
She writes, this is hysterical. So we'll read them before we get to her commentary. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'll be him. You be her. Is that cool? Perfect. Okay. This was today, whatever today is. Hey, beautiful. Haven't heard from you. You talking to someone else? Hey, sorry. No, I'm not. Just spending time focusing on myself a bit. How have you been? Good. Just been busy with work. So are you still interested in me? It's so hard. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely not opposed to getting to know each other a little better, but I should say I'm not really in a space to date or be serious. I've recently deleted the Hinge app too for that reason. Really? <laughs> really? What's going on? Everything okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just realizing I still have some feelings to work out for my last relationship, LOL. No problem. No prob. Take your time. Was the relationship <laughs> bad? <laughs> it was definitely on the fritz for a while. And then I found out after we broke up that he'd been cheating on me the whole time. Oh, my God, babe. I'm so sorry. I would never do that to you. If you have us, a, if you get, if you gave us, she, he wrote half. If you gave us a chance to get serious, we could build something stronger than what you guys had. I appreciate you saying that, but I'm just really not in a place to date right now. I feel you, but I would like us to build something. <laughs> Give us a try. We can start slow. Woo! End scene. End scene. Um, wow, that was a lot. Okay, so she writes, this is hysterical to me because even though I've said twice that I'm not ready to date, he's still trying. We've never even met in person. He doesn't even know what I do for a living. I thought it was funny and want to get your thoughts on it as well. Feather, feather. So what do we think? I think I love how she's like, that's hilarious. No, this guy is pulling kind of gross moves that he thinks are working. And this guy is, is, is not for you. He needs to go away. This woman went from dating like a serial cheater with a fetish and then she like pranced into the woods of, <laughs> of singledom and then a big bad wolf approached her and now she's like t texting with the big bad wolf. You know yeah, what I mean? You're en she's engaged. You're engaging too much. It's way too much engagement. And, and the fact that he writes, hey, beautiful. Okay, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. He wrote, he wrote. Uh, You've been asking for your number so soon. It's like red flag. And you knew that. Yeah, you knew Follow that. Your gut, girl. And then also, like, you want nothing to do with them. So not answering is probably number one on the on, on the list. Two on the list is not asking them questions, like, how have you been? Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then was the relationship bad? And then he writes, That's I mean, so funny. his conclusion of, oh, my God, babe, I'm so sorry. I would never do that to you. How do you know? I mean, at that point, I'd be running away. And then she writes, I appreciate you saying that, but I'm not really in the place to date right. No, no, no. I don't want to date you. There, it has to go. You have to switch the script at some point, or just not answer at all. I know. I love how nice this girl is. It's she's she's way such a, too nice. Such a sweetie. And also, but, uh, you, you have to be a little bit more cynical. Like, I think, like, I appreciate you saying that, but I'm just really not in a place to date right now. And he's like, I feel you, but I would like us to build like this guy. <laughs> what he's doing is he's using words he knows sound good in a relationship to try mm -hmm. and trick you into thinking he's more in tune with relationships. Like, I don't, I, like, this guy is going to, I think a guy like this who's like, we could build something strong is more likely to ghost 
than the one who's like just fun and talking about fun things and kind of light. Like you want lightness yep. in the beginning, right? Totally. Yeah, I you got to run away and you got to stop answering. J Train Podcast at gmail.com <laughs> jtrain podcast at gmail.com Catherine Cohen thank you for coming on thank you so much had a time in my life I just want to send send love to everyone who sent in a question you guys are amazing keep up the good work we did what we could for them we at, at Cat C. Cohen go follow right now she's hilarious God oh. I feel modern tonight that's the poetry book you're gonna love it I'm Jared Freed we're here Mondays and Thursdays with your emails and stories and questions We'll be back next episode. Boom.